Welcome back to another episode of She's Taking Over the Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have had some guests on lately, so it's been a little while since I recorded an episode solo for you guys. And this one is to follow up from the episode that I did previously, which was how to get momentum back. That was one of the most popular episodes that I have ever recorded. And I thought I would follow it up because Obviously, it is something that a lot of you can relate to, and I've been saying this, I've said it before, I feel like so many people are done with 2023, and if you run a business, if you are passionate about your career, and if you still want to make the most of this year and do what is absolutely available to you, what is possible to you to grow and to scale your business or your career, then I want to support you in doing that. So in terms of getting momentum back, it's a great episode. If you haven't listened to it, I just shared with you the steps that I was taking the steps that I do take when I feel like I'm in a little bit of a funk. And it's really helped me because I recorded or released that episode maybe a month ago, actually. Let me have a look. Yeah, it was actually a couple of weeks ago now. So they really worked for me. The things that I was doing to get momentum back, I cover in detail. And in recent events, I podcasted with Lane Norton and I thought that was amazing. The episode was so good. I highly recommend it for anybody who runs an online business or anybody really working towards their goals. But the key takeaway of that episode was consistency and consistency really being the key to building upon momentum and gaining that momentum so that you can continue to move faster towards your goals in the right direction. And Recently, the last few weeks, I've really felt a completely different energy, a whole new way of being for myself and going about my goals. And I felt more aligned and connected to what I do than I ever have before. And I'm really grateful for the anchors to my, the, the things or the anchors that I have that keep me consistent because they have allowed me to really grow through challenging times and adopt a growth mindset to really learn where I can be better, where I can improve, and most importantly, to continue making progress and to get results. And I've seen it in business. I've seen it professionally. I've seen it personally, and I've definitely seen it physically. And as a little bit of a life update, I started running. I went for my first run yesterday, and I will keep going. I absolutely loved it. And I went out and I bought new running shoes, and I had this realization because I realize how much fear holds us back. I was texting my friends yesterday before I went for my first run and I jumped on my story and I just said, I'm just really hopeful that I actually can even run. I genuinely had this huge part of me that felt like I wouldn't be able to run. I wasn't fit enough. I haven't done it before. I'm not very consistent with it. What if I fall over? What if I can't do it? What if I get 300 meters in and I can't breathe? All of these thoughts were in my head, which I wasn't even noticing because to me, they were very valid and very real thoughts about why I couldn't run. And it gave me this perspective when I started to think about how we have limiting beliefs that really affect our actions. Because when we have those limiting beliefs, we actually think that they are real. Then you hear people say things like overcome fear and limiting beliefs, blah, 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 blah. But it's all good and well when you hear it. But for a split second there, you're actually thinking that you can't do what you haven't done before because you don't have the evidence to prove that you've done it to give you the peace of mind that you need to actually start. And so I went for this run and 
I did really well. I ran the first three kilometers pretty quickly, apparently, um, which I was really proud of. And then the second three kilometers, I still kept a really great pace. So I ran 6Ks for my first run. And I feel great today. I didn't die. I didn't fall over and chip a tooth. And I definitely could breathe the whole way through my run. So I now have evidence to show myself that I actually can run if I want to. So I'm going to go for a run again this week. I'm not going to think about it like I have been thinking about it. And it's not going to cause me the angst that it has been causing me. But really, I started to think, okay, there's obviously a lot of ways in which these thoughts manifest or come into our headspace and people can't see them as being negative because to some degree, they're valid, right? So if you haven't done something before, you don't have the evidence that you can do it. And so therefore, when you think about doing it for the first time, you don't have anything to support the fact that you actually can. So as a founder, as a as an employee, whatever you're working towards, when you have a goal to achieve something that you haven't done before, it is likely that there is a degree of noise in your head that is actually stopping you from taking the action required to do the thing that's going to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. And then it dawned on me this whole theme of consistency because everything has a carryover benefit, right? There's skills, strengths, physical attributes, personal character traits that you can build upon. And if you can do one thing because of that skill set, it's likely that that skill set will actually still allow you to do another thing. And there I am disregarding all the consistency and the years of hard work that I've been putting into my physical health and physical fitness, which would of course have a carryover benefit into me going for my first run. And it was a much smaller scale, but a great sort of tool for me to have this realization where I realized we gain so many skills and insights and strengths from doing what we've been doing that it actually does give us the starting point that we need to chase the goal that we have thought that we are able to achieve. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to think it if we weren't reaching for that next step. And I had this newfound appreciation for consistency, especially after talking to Lane. But what I found was that being consistent in so many other areas has given me the strength, the skill set, and the means to be able to achieve whatever it is that I'm working for next. And I think when you're in a funk and you're having this real low period, you start to feel like you can't do anything or all the things that you have done weren't really real or promised. And it's that imposter syndrome that starts to show up and knock you off course from actually achieving your goals. And I'm noticing it with a lot of our clients that we work with that big appetite across the board, especially this time of year as everybody's trying to race to create some new offer for the final 12 weeks to their clients who want the best results in 2023. But then on the flip side, they're trying to reinvent the wheel and chase more, better, new for 2024. And we're all susceptible to it. Nobody is immune to negative self-talk. I think in so many ways, it makes us who we are and the the limiting or negative, uh, the negative self-talk that we do tell ourselves is probably what pushes us to upskill and to lean on the resources and the networks that we need to grow. But realistically, I think it's there for all of us. And when you look at the things that you have been consistent in and you look at the skills 
that you've learned from doing that, the strengths that you've gained from being consistent in those areas, I guarantee you that those strengths and skills would be what would uh, be pivotal in propelling you into the next phase of growth that you're really working towards. So if you can relate, which I think you can because of how many of you listened to my episode about getting momentum back, I encourage you to look at the things that you have achieved this year and think about what were the skills What were the personality traits? What were the behaviors and patterns that I really had to implement, use, and model in order to be able to do X, Y, Z and realize that you have those within you already and they're probably quite strong, especially if they are happening for you subconsciously. And then think, how can I build upon these? How can these be transferable into the goals that I am working towards next? And I'm a big big believer, big advocate in working with the experts. If you want to get anywhere in life, you can get there faster, quicker, and better by working with people who have experience in doing the thing that you want to do. That's why people work with coaches, athletes have coaches, business professionals have mentors, um, or they associate themselves with people who are doing the things that they want to do. And I think that leads me to my next point, which is really setting some goals for the back end of 2023. Now, when I recorded that episode on how to get momentum back, I actually recorded an episode on set goals with me. And it was essentially to um, share some of the goals that I was setting for the rest of the year and the the processes in which I was going to be working with essentially to, to achieve those goals. And I didn't ever release that episode because I felt like a bit of an imposter showing up and sharing what those goals were when I was in such a funk. And it felt more true to me to share that I was in a funk, which I feel gained um, a far better response or was so much better received from from you guys as a listener and as my audience. And it made me think, okay, so people can't set goals when they feel like they're in a funk because they feel so caught back. They're in that gap mentality between where they want to be instead of looking at where they have been. And that's where um, looking at the things that you have achieved and calling on the strengths that you do have in order to have achieved those things. And then looking for the gaps is, is really powerful. And I started to see how this shows up in smaller ways in which we can handle, like going for a run, texting some friends, getting some shoes from athlete's foot, talking to my coach about it, getting some advice, going to see my chiropractor, right? I did all these things when I decided that I had the goal to go for a run. And because I am strong and I trust in my ability to be physically fit, I went and did those things without really thinking about it. And I just quietened quietened the negative thoughts and did it anyway. But in business, how many times does that hold us back? That fear because we don't have evidence, the limiting beliefs and the lack of guidance and support. But why don't people go and get that same help in business? People talk about business coaches or consultants, but they often don't actually go work with them or they don't execute the strategy that they're paying to receive. And it's funny because if you were to I'm really speaking to the fitness industry here, but if you were to get a coach to prep you for a 1RM or for your best physique for a photo shoot or for a contest or a competition, you would follow everything that they say. I've seen girls do this. I know girls who are competing right now and they're drinking kefir, 
and fucking eating lettuce leaves out of bags. <laughs> and they're doing all the things that their coaches tell them to do with this blind faith because they have a goal that they know or believe that they can achieve. And I think that's a key point. When you believe you can achieve it, then you will go about it differently. But if you don't actually believe it's a possibility for you, then you're not going to even invest in the journey to get there. And what I see them doing is doing all these things, following all the protocols, hitting the steps, doing the cardio, doing the cardio and then the steps and then doing whatever training program or following whatever training program is given to them despite what they actually like or feel is uh, their strong point because they have to change their physique to fit a mold that they're choosing to compete against, right? How is that any different from running a business when you don't know what you're doing or when you have a goal professionally, you go and you seek expert guidance. You realize that there's a shortfall between the version of you that you are today and the version of you that you need to be to embody uh, that that lifestyle, that outcome essentially to have that business, to have that role, to work and operate as if you were that entrepreneur or superstar employee. But People are either so quick to pay for advice, especially in the business coaching space, which is definitely not where I consider myself playing, but they pay for this coaching advice. They don't actually do the things and then they show up again on the next call wondering why it's not working in their business or they work with a business coach or a consultant. They only um, do that one sort of hour a week and maybe the bare minimum in between the sessions and then they wonder why it's not working. And I don't know if it comes from self-belief. Maybe it does. This isn't really my area of expertise as such. But if you don't believe you're ever actually capable of having, achieving and maintaining your goal, then you're not going to live your life in a way as if you have already done it, right? But if you believe, if you're so unshakably confident in the fact that you can achieve another goal, let's look at any goal that comes to mind when I say this on a smaller scale, whether it's running six kilometers or 10 kilometers or winning a pro card or hitting a one RM or buying a new car, you will work every single day methodically in a way that is very different than what you would do if it was something so big that it scared you. And in losing momentum, I realized I lost momentum because my goals were getting so big that I didn't really have a network of people that I could talk to, relate to and share them with and then feel comforted and trusting in the security of their advice in relation to my exact current predicament. And so that is where I think I first really started to lose momentum because I felt isolated and I felt alone on my journey and I didn't feel understood, but I was also still trying to understand what that goal looked like for me. And of course, I didn't have the evidence or the roadmap to support the journey that I was on. And when I look back now in hindsight, some of the steps that I took then, I did exactly what I did before I went for my first run. And that was speaking to experts. I consulted with my lawyers and accountants. I have reached out to mentors in the software, the development space, the um, investing and funding space. And I'm really trying to understand as much as I can about my goal and the roadmap in which I should take to get there, which is kind of what I did when I went to see a chiropractor, spoke to my coach and spoke to people who I know run, went to athlete's foot to go buy a pair of running shoes. And so now here I am on a similar journey where I'm reaching out to the experts speaking to people who have done what I've done, associating myself with people in those 
areas and it's not just about making friends it's paying people for their time it's paying your advisors it's working with mentors and coaches and then it's studying businesses in a similar landscape or who have achieved a similar goal and starting to identify areas in which I have similar opportunities or areas in which I need to create similar opportunities in order to have a similar outcome to what I aspire to have and so I didn't really I wasn't really in a funk when I thought I was I just didn't know where I was going and that fear stopped me dead in my tracks because I knew what I I knew where I was going or what the, the outcome I had uh, or what the outcome I was working for looked like, but I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know the next state, next step to take. And I know what got me here won't get me there. So I really struggled to get my momentum back because I actually had reached the end of the sort of momentum that I'd already had before I had to knock it into a new playing field in which I haven't really played in before. So if you can relate and you feel like you've been in a funk Listen to my last episode on that, but then also look at the areas of your life in which you are still super consistent because they are so autonomous to you. Where do you undoubtedly kill it? Where do you show up knowing without any shadow of a doubt that you are going to kill it, whether it's in the gym, at work, in a boardroom meeting, in a client session, face-to-face, where are you no longer winging it because it is autonomous to you? And I want you to raise awareness to that version of yourself that is confident, killing it and doing it autonomously and think, why do I have that there? What is it? Is it years of evidence? Is it thousands of hours of practice, of practical execution and then feedback from my audience, from my clients, from my boss, from my people over a period of time to say, that's the thing that you're doing that's working and you're killing it. What is it that you have? What is it that you do? And what is it that you need to essentially know that you can kill it in those areas? And how can you bring that into the unknown? Because it's the fear of the unknown that slows you down and that slowing down feeling, which I think as a founder, an entrepreneur, or as a as a hardworking person that makes you feel like you're not on track with your goals. And for me, that is what kicked me into my funk. It wasn't that I was over it. It wasn't that I was bored. It wasn't that I was tired or overworked. It's that I was scared that I was doing it all for no return. It's that I was scared that I was taking this action and putting in this effort, but not getting, not going to get the results that I wanted. And in this little running sort of epiphany that I had that then I realized translates to other areas of business life and self, I realized it's confidence and confidence comes from evidence and knowing what you're doing but then it's also those um, traits and skills that you need to do one thing that you've probably already done epically in life that you just need to start applying to other areas and it reminds me of a time I spoke to a really good friend of mine when I'd started a new business venture and he said to me Jenna to have success in this field All you have to do is look at an area in which you've recently had success, write down all the things that you did to achieve that success, and then carry them over. And it's an analogy or a simple task that has stuck with me forever. And if you are in the fitness space, if you are a coach online or in the gym, I want you to think about an achievement that you have accomplished personally or professionally. Maybe it is 
winning a pro card or stepping on stage. And I want you to do this exercise for me. Actually, if you do do it, please do share it with me, tag me, show me, whatever it is. I'm really curious to know what you did to achieve the thing that you are working to achieve. So I want you to write down a list of everything that you did to achieve your proudest achievement to date. So if it is a 1RM, winning a powerlifting meet, winning your pro card, starting your business, growing to 100,000 followers, whatever it is, what was every single step that you took to get there? Did you get guidance? Did you seek feedback? Were you consistent? Did you do it every single day? Did you think about it morning and night? Did you fuel your body accordingly? Did you um, follow a plan structured, created for you by an expert? How conscious of this goal were you throughout your day and for how long to achieve the thing that you achieved that you are most proud of? And then what I want you to do is duplicate that tab and I want you to change the goal. And I want you to change the goal to what it is that you are now currently working towards, your big, hairy, audacious goal that you are trying to achieve. And I want you to see everything that you've already done to achieve something that you are so proud of already. And those are the steps that you need to take to do that thing. Those are the steps that you need to take to reach your goal. And it could be the same thing, working with an expert, feeling your body, feeling your brain, getting guidance, doing it daily, practice, learning the skills required, listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts, listening to books, following the action, looking at feedback, right? They are all the same steps. So if you have been in a funk, if you feel like you don't know how to progress out of it, I encourage you to come back and look at the evidence because chances are you've been in this funk before and you did progress out of it and you have achieved something in your life that you are so proud of. And it is those steps that you need to consistently take to achieve the next goal that you are working towards. And consistency is the key because there are carryover benefits even just from being devoted, which is where consistency comes from. So having said all of that, if you felt like you've been in a funk, if the funk is dead and gone, continue working consistently. And when you feel every now and again that you're coming back to that state, maybe it's a Monday thing for you where you're kind of like, what am I doing this week? Can I even do it? Where do I even start? Start where you know works. Start with the evidence. Start the week with the confidence that you need based on the evidence that you've got from the achievements that you've already achieved and go with the same intensity and the same process that you have proven to work and use that evidence towards chasing your next goal. And then fill the gla- fill in the gaps. So if you need a different mentor, if you need a different consultant, if you need a, need a different strategy, if you need to delegate different things, if you need to restructure your day, you then at least have some light around the darkness, which is how to achieve my goals, right? And like I said, I think it's just the fear of not achieving those goals that really put me in a funk in the first place. So this is a short and sweet episode from me today. If this was helpful for you, please do let me know. I love to hear the kinds of episodes that you love to hear the most. Please do leave a review. As always, thank you for tuning in.